Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today we are continuing our LinkedIn series. This is so much fun. I love talking about LinkedIn, especially because for me, it is the professional tool. I've said it before, I'll say it again, and I will continue saying it. If you are a business professional, you have to be on LinkedIn. No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. You have to be on LinkedIn. And so today we're going to have so much fun talking with my guest about this. So please join me in welcoming Melanie Asher to our program today. Welcome, Melanie. Thanks, Debbie. I'm, or Deb, I'm really excited to be here. So great. let's get started. Perfect. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you and then we will jump in on this. So mixing brand development, strategy, and implementation, Melanie Asher, MBA, works with her clients to build brands worthy of going viral. Her work moves your brand from just marketing into the day-to-day operations of your business, delivering improved communications, branding initiatives worthy of going viral, and stronger community relations that will transform your business. As founder, speaker, and brand catalyst of Omical LLC, she is a powerful, sought-after speaker and international author of three books on culture-driven brands. So again, Melanie, welcome. Thank you. Great. Well, you have an unusual company name, Omical. You know, you've, you've been doing this for a while. How did you get to where you are today and, and determine that this was your passion in life? I'm what I call an accidental entrepreneur. Mm. Uh, When I went through college the first time around, Mm -hmm. I had a professor who took me under his wing and kind of mentored me Mm -hmm. and magically was like, go take care of this project. Go take care of that project. Mm -hmm. Go take care of this project. And I ended up getting a really sweet deal with the college that I basically became their unofficial PR person. And I was told, as long as I keep my grades up, mm-hmm. I do not have to follow the strict attendance policy that the college had. Nice. And I was like, but I want to go to class. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the whole time I was in college, mm-hmm. uh, anytime the college had some version of a community effort, I would take the school's equipment, I would go do whatever needed to be Mm -hmm. done, go to class at the same time, Mm -hmm. keep my grades up, and I just got really well connected within the community, really uh, a broad level of experience. Mm -hmm. And once I graduated, this, I started getting checks. Mm -hmm. And I was like, money, (laughs) (laughs) money, we like money. I didn't know that was possible. Mm-hmm. I just, I just assumed and kind of figured it that it was part of school and mm-hmm. classes. Mm-hmm. And so the more I just kind of consciously kept building it 
and I've had jobs over the years mm-hmm. and no matter what jobs I have, work just always kind of kept coming to me and coming mm-hmm. to me and coming to me and uh, started off doing more traditional branding and marketing, mm-hmm. meaning brand identity and materials mm-hmm. and physical tangible things that you can turn right. over. Uh, building custom websites from a very early on mm-hmm. period, you know, as the internet was first starting to boom and even had a tool before mm-hmm. WordPress that allowed my clients to manage their own sites. Wow. But you can't compete with WordPress and free. So right, right. Mm-hmm. all the effort that went into building that mm-hmm. um, basically was lost because mm-hmm. of WordPress. It wasn't, it wasn't a marketable solution mm-hmm. and it was better to adopt WordPress. Right. And uh, over the years, as that changed, I also kind of began to shift from just physical materials into Mm -hmm. more of a brand strategy. Mm -hmm. Because I started to see how some companies could, I had one client who I kid you not, they gave their five-year-old markers. And that's how they created all of their their logo, Mm -hmm. their logo, their marketing materials, Mm -hmm. everything. Right. Which if their audience are five-year-olds? No, they weren't. No. (laughs) No. And and their business thrived. Mm -hmm. And then I had other clients who, with my designs, they, you know, won awards. Mm -hmm. But then they went out of business. And I'm like, okay, there's something missing here. Right. It's not just about the physical design. Mm -hmm. And... And so I really started to dive into this more. And the more I dove into it, it's like, oh, there's an operational connection. Mm. How you do what you say you do. Mm -hmm. Anybody can come up with a clever tagline. Right. And post it on on the wall behind them Mm -hmm. or post it on a brochure or Mm -hmm. post it on a website. It's about how you do what you say you do. Mm -hmm. And just to say that you have quality or you're full service, it doesn't mean anything. Right. I'm hoping that they're full service and it better be quality. Exactly. You know, nobody's doing business with anybody just mm-hmm. because they say quality service right. or we're a full service firm. Mm-hmm. That's not why you choose to do business with mm-hmm. somebody. When you buy an airline ticket, do you expect them in their marketing materials to say, hey, We'll land the plane. Yeah. <laughs> they better. You know, that's, that's kind of an assumed. <laughs> right. And that's what quality and full service mean. Mm-hmm. They're assumed behaviors and practices that each business has. Mm-hmm. So what makes you stand out from others? Mm-hmm. And as I began to piece this together and shifted how I was working with my clients, I noticed they started getting better results. Mm. And I got more excited about their work because it became part of the story. Mm -hmm. It became part of something bigger. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just icing on a cake. Right. It was, uh, it was beliefs. It was values. It was integrity Mm -hmm. all throughout. And that's what got to me. Mm-hmm. And that's where I got excited. And I got excited because they were excited. Right. It was no longer a Band-Aid fix. Mm-hmm. And so in recent years, that's specifically how I work. Mm-hmm. My tagline, building brands worthy of going viral. Mm-hmm. That word worthy 
mm-hmm. is key. Right. It's very key. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I finally settled on that, I settled on it because it didn't matter who I talked to. The response was the same. Mm-hmm. I'm worthy. Why am I not viral? Right. And and viral in a good way, mm-hmm. not viral because you did something so wonkadoodle or out there that it's just a flash in the pan. And in, in, in many cases, not what you really want to be known for. Exactly. And then there's also the other element of whether you're a, an entrepreneur or you're a leader of a $500 million company, mm-hmm. you don't walk around going, hey, we got a branding problem. Right. But they do walk around and say, I hate social media. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. Right. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And because of how <laughs> I work with my clients, on in this particular area, they begin to see, oh, social media is not just another task that you do, right? but it actually has a purpose. Mm-hmm. It connects to the operations mm-hmm. and it helps us streamline what we do, mm-hmm. how we do it, and most importantly, how we communicate mm-hmm. what we do and who we're communicating to. Right. You know, and it is, it's an integral part, you know, and, and what drives me nuts are the people who do it as the afterthought, yes. the, oh, we have a Facebook page because everybody else has a Facebook page, or more importantly, we have LinkedIn pages because people, people are supposed to have LinkedIn pages, but we have no clue what to do with them. Yes. Um, you know, and, and so they go in, they set up their LinkedIn page and never the twain shall meet, um, yes. you know, and, and, and they don't go back. But, mm-hmm. you know, as you were talking, one of the things that, that struck me is, and especially because we're going to be talking about LinkedIn, is there, and if so, what is the difference between a company brand and your personal brand? That is a fabulous question. And to piggyback what you were just saying, the companies that do take that approach of mm-hmm. having social media be an afterthought, mm-hmm. While they think that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, it is so obvious. Right. You can go to a LinkedIn company page, Mm -hmm. you can go to a Facebook company Mm -hmm. page, and you can tell if they think it's an afterthought. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's not integrated. Mm -hmm. It's something else. It's Mm -hmm. outside. Mm -hmm. So the difference between a company brand and a personal brand, the company brand is about the company. Whether you are a company of one or a company of 500 Mm -hmm. or even 5,000, it doesn't matter. The company has its own personality. Mm -hmm. It should have its own personality, its own voice. You're probably going to have multiple people managing your social media. Mm -hmm. It should always have a consistent voice, a consistent feel, a consistent thought process. Mm -hmm. And then employees who are a part of the company brand, so they have their personal brands, Mm -hmm. when they share and interact with the company, then they're adding their personal perspective, Mm -hmm. their personal brand to the flair of the company Mm -hmm. brand. Right. Same thing is true if you are a small entrepreneur of one. Mm -hmm. Your company has its own personality. You are the owner. Mm-hmm. You have your own experiences, your own life. When you go to the park with your kids, when you <clears throat> go on a hike or whatever your personal hobbies are, mm-hmm. 
That's you as a person. Mm -hmm. That's not the company. Right. They're different. Mm -hmm. And it's about understanding the differences, communicating from those different perspectives, but also uniting them. Mm -hmm. Right. Because when you do that, you build the brand, you build the credibility, Mm -hmm. and you make it more inviting so people can begin to see the difference of, oh, okay, so this company is known for this, this, and this, and here is the expert Mm -hmm. that delivers that. Right. And we see that this expert is continuing to improve themselves, is going through this training, is working with this variety of clients. So they work together, but they're not always the same. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of small business owners go wrong is they think that they are the company. Right. And that mentality can become overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So when you think of yourself instead of being the company, but instead of, and and in the phrase of you're the expert that is provided from the company, oh, that's a different thought Mm -hmm. process. Right. That's a different position in the market. Mm -hmm. It makes you more marketable. It makes you more valuable. Right. It's almost like we always need to to think, you know, can the company exist separately? Now, granted, if it's like you, like like me, I mean, we are the company. If Uh we're not here, the company doesn't exist. But... You know, at the same point, there is that brand, um, you know, and, and, and big companies struggle with this also. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know, one of the, the biggest things is Tesla. You yeah. know, when Elon Musk says or does something, it reflects on the entire company. Their stock it price does. goes up, their stock price goes down. Um, you know, I, I thought it was interesting last week that they announced that Bill Gates is stepping down really from the leadership of Microsoft. He stepped down a long time ago. That, you know, I was just going to say that. It was like, and, and it was funny because I hadn't realized, and, you know, I knew he still served on the board and things like that. But yeah, he was, he had not been the leader mm-hmm. for a long time. Um, but you still associated it with him because he founded it and, and all of those things. But he's always been very conscious of the fact that when he opens his mouth, people still think he's speaking for Microsoft. Yep. Um, you know, and, and so that'll be interesting to see now that he really is distancing himself more. I mean, you know, he is always going to be part of it, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's tricky. And, and, but when it's, you know, the, the, the very small company, the company of one, you know, we're always told we have to be authentic. We have to, you know, we have to let people know us so that they know, like, and trust and all of those things, but it's not know everything, you know, we still, and, and I think that's one of the things that, that people forget Mm-hmm. Or maybe they do it on purpose. I mean, you know, and it is that, you know, I, my Facebook personal page is very different from my business pages. Yes. Are there be. overlaps? Sure. Yep. But, you know, my, my business page, you know, is, say the page for this. I mean, you know, in my private life, I do a lot with showing dogs. That has absolutely nothing to do with this podcast. And, you know, and, and so there's, it would be very confusing if I started talking about it. Uh, on on my business page. Um, it would be. Yeah, so you, you know, brought up a very key buzzword that mm-hmm. I love, and you reminded me that I actually do want to create something around this, authenticity. Right. As business owners, as business leaders, community leaders, mm-hmm. like you said, we're told we need to be authentic. Mm-hmm. 
And, but nobody really talks about what authenticity right. is. Yeah. You need to and be you. Yeah. Uh-huh. That well, sounds like a Sesame that? Street thing. It does. <laughs> it, it, you know, in your case, the initial thought, typical thought of authentic is, mm-hmm. oh, well, I need to bring my dogs into this. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, that's not authentic. Mm-hmm. Another common perception with authenticity is, oh, I just need to be the constant contrarian. Mm-hmm. No, Mm-mm. you don't need to be that either. Mm-hmm. And no, being authentic doesn't mean you agree with every other big name person in your industry. Mm-hmm. You know, Richard Branson or Bill Gates or somebody says something doesn't mean you immediately go and agree. Mm-hmm. It's showing that you can think for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what being authentic is. Right. If Bill Gates says something and you agree with it, you agree mm-hmm. and you add something of original. Right. I agree because. Right. Mm-hmm. It's I agree because mm-hmm. or I agree and mm-hmm. I want to add this additional right. thought. Mm-hmm. If you disagree, you can say, you know, this is really cool what Bill Gates is mm-hmm. saying, right. but here's my experience. I've landed more clients by using this formula on LinkedIn when I comment on posts than I have from any other mm-hmm. marketing I've done. Right. And hands down, the, what, the feedback that I get from my clients is mm-hmm. you showed me you could think for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. You agreed with relevant market points mm-hmm. and, and you disagreed with relevant mm-hmm. market points, mm-hmm. but you didn't just say, you didn't just take one extreme or the other, right. you justified it and you showed mm-hmm. that you can think, which means when you are in a situation that requires thought beyond a checklist, mm-hmm. it means you're going to be able to help me get out of it. Right, right. And that's valuable. That's mm-hmm. how you show yourself as a mm-hmm. thought leader, as an expert. Mm-hmm. You don't use those terms and say, hey, I'm a thought leader. Hey, right. I'm an expert. Yeah. You know, it, it makes you look ego. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and of course, the, the what people like the most about LinkedIn is it is professional. I yeah. mean, you know, I'm not going to be talking about my dogs there. We're not talking politics yeah. You know, don't share photos of your dinner unless you're a nutritionist. Right. Yeah. You know, and and I tell people it's okay if it pertains. Mm -hmm. You know, if you are, you know, if you were, um, you know, somebody asked me one time, they said, you know, I volunteer a lot for political campaigns. Should I put that on my LinkedIn profile? And I kind of pondered for a second and I said, yes, but show like the jobs, you know, the skills. So like they manage budgets, they manage people, you know, all of those various things. I said, you're not saying, you know, that, that candidate X thought this. It was, you know, it, you use it just like any other volunteer type of position, um, you know, and, and so that's where it's it, LinkedIn. Uh, it, and, and I think that's why people are going to LinkedIn more and more is we're, we're, we don't have the overwhelming hit you over the head with all the personal stuff. Um, yeah. Now, we need it. We need a little bit of it on there because, you know, it, that shows kind of who we are. That's why we post what school we went to, um, you know, maybe what books we read, you know, things like that. Yeah. But it, it again, it does need to tie in. Mm-hmm. And, and this is where it's use a tool for what a tool is intended mm-hmm. to be used for. Right. 
if you're trying to use LinkedIn in a way that you would use Facebook or Instagram mm-hmm. or Snapchat or even TikTok, mm-hmm. it's not going to work. Right. But if you understand LinkedIn's strengths mm-hmm. and what it's intended to be used for, then you're going to get better mm-hmm. results. Right. Right. And you're also going to fit into the algorithm and LinkedIn's going to like mm-hmm. you. And, and your <laughs> posts will come up more and all of those good things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. You know, one of the things that people say, and, and it's kind of along these same lines, is it's boring. <laughs> um, you know, because we're not generating controversy, we're not posting our vacation pictures, all of those various things. Now, you know, as I said, a lot of people like the fact that it is business and it is professional. But, you know, how do we get away from LinkedIn being, you know, there's this great article from Forbes. My company does this. You know, how do we get away from the boring parts of, of LinkedIn? So that's a, the, the data actually backs up the boring part. If you look at the time spent across the different social media platforms, mm-hmm. Uh, the latest was the average person spends 40 minutes on Facebook per day and over half of the people who are on Facebook mm-hmm. check it before they get out of bed. Right. What's going on in my world? Before they get out of bed, mm-hmm. they're still in their jammies. Mm-hmm. They are still naked and they are checking yes. Facebook mm-hmm. 40 minutes per day, mm-hmm. minimum. LinkedIn, on the other hand, is less than five seconds mm-hmm. per month. Why? Yes. So when you look at it just from a data perspective, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, Facebook is fun. Mm-hmm. It's watching TV. It's binge watching on Netflix. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn is work. It's obligation. Mm-hmm. But again, if you understand how the tool is intended to be mm-hmm. used, the reason people spend less time on LinkedIn is because they go in they do what they need right. to do, and then they get back mm-hmm. to work. Right. There's, there's far fewer squirrels there. Yes, far fewer. And it's been interesting to watch how they changed the layout mm-hmm. of LinkedIn. In its early days, and probably for close to the first 10 years, mm-hmm. when you logged in, you didn't have a news feed. No. You went straight to your profile. Mm-hmm. And you it was a, a job search tool. I mean, that really was kind it of what, what it started with. And, and the reason they did that is because when people would log in, instead of trying to meet other people and trying to interact with other people, they would go and learn about themselves. Mm-hmm. It's all about me. Yes. Yeah. Oh, how sweet. And if you notice in the most recent major update that LinkedIn mm-hmm. did, you actually have to think to go to your own profile. Right. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. What, what button do I click to get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... LinkedIn shifted it mm-hmm. with the intent of shifting how people use the platform. Right. Mm-hmm. They said, it's not about you anymore. Mm-hmm. It's now about your interaction, your communication with everybody right. else. Mm-hmm. And that goes into, you know, your profile. How many professionals do you see don't have their profile completely filled out? Most of them. To be honest. It is. Mm-hmm. It's most of them. And mm-hmm. that is actually the biggest, I would say it's the number one violation on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's probably about five plus years ago at this point, LinkedIn formed uh, a formalized relationship with Bing, Google, and all the other search engines right. on the market. Mm-hmm. When you type in a name to any search engine, mm-hmm. they search LinkedIn first. Yep. 
that has that has now been upped and it's also facebook and twitter mm-hmm. and youtube but linkedin is still first mm-hmm. if you want to know about a person you type in a name to a search engine mm-hmm. you find their linkedin profile mm-hmm. you're not on linkedin you don't exist right that's the perception mm-hmm. which means if you're searching for a job you're not going to get it mm-hmm. If a, if a potential client is searching to validate you mm-hmm. and you're not there, you don't get the job. Right. Right. Every aspect of your LinkedIn profile is searchable by the search engines. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn is nothing more than a search engine. Right. It's, it's, it is, you know, and, and I know people who actually use it as their own personal websites, which that in essence is what it is. Yep. And the... When you take the time to fill out your profile, you can incorporate all of those buzzwords. Mm -hmm. You can incorporate all of your experiences in a long, drawn-out way Mm -hmm. that you never have to worry about finding ever again or remembering because it's there and you Mm -hmm. can always reference it. Mm -hmm. You'll notice on all of my materials, if I am sending a resume out for something um, or when I do promote. If you want more information about me, go to my LinkedIn profile. Mm -hmm. It's elaborate Mm -hmm. because I want to capture the SEO aspect Mm -hmm. of the LinkedIn profile. Right. And I don't have to remember it. Yeah. You know, when I work with people who are in the job market, I tell them, you know, you, you have a two page resume Mm -hmm. and that's where you do your bullets, you know, all those various things that we've been taught, you know, whatever the the format of the month is for a resume, Um, you know, and, but then what you do on your LinkedIn profile is you take those exact same bullets and you expand on them. You know, that's the, that's the important thing. It's not just that you say was responsible for a budget of a hundred thousand dollars. You, you, you say a lot more about it and, and, you know, maybe you, maybe used to be a $200,000 budget and you were able to save the company a hundred thousand dollars, you know, all of those various things. Um, you know, and, and to me, what's even worse is when I go to somebody's LinkedIn profile and it's so out of date, Yeah, you know, I'd rather not see anything than to see something where I'm thinking, well, wait a minute, that's like four jobs ago and they haven't bothered to update it. Therefore. You know, and, and and whether I'm wanting to hire them as you know a consultant, an employee, you know, one a business partner, all of those things, if they can't keep that current, I'm wondering about everything else that they do. Wondering is a key for a key word when it comes to the LinkedIn profile because we fill in everything else. We right? do. <laughs> so there's a, a a big difference between a resume and your LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the word was. Mm-hmm. Your resume is about past tense, Mm -hmm. bullets, no personal pronouns, none of that. Mm -hmm. It's get to the point, Mm -hmm. convey the facts, Mm -hmm. that's that. Right. Because they're going to skim it. Exactly. Your LinkedIn profile is about your story. Mm -hmm. I'm going to your profile to learn about you. When I'm reading your profile, it's as if I'm talking to you. Right. I, me, my, and myself mm-hmm. should be used on your LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn has come out and said this numerous times. When you write about yourself in the third person and all of a sudden Mel starts talking about Mel like this mm-hmm. and, and Mel wants to tell Deb about that, it sounds inauthentic. Right. And it's funny because 
my profiles in third person. And, and uh-huh. I go back and forth about it. Yeah. Um, you know, does it seem more professional to be third person? Maybe. But am I losing that authenticity? Yes. Let's just be honest about it. You know, yeah. because you're right. I wouldn't say, well, Deb Career did such and such. <laughs> because you're first, like, really? Okay. Well, good for Deb Career. <laughs> And and to that, when you explain your job or, or your experience as LinkedIn uses it, it's not about a job description. Right. It's about your experience mm-hmm. working for that company. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's when you talk about, I did this. Mm-hmm. I managed that. Mm-hmm. I oversaw this. Mm-hmm. And when you explain it in, in a story format, mm-hmm. it allows me to feel right. like I am connecting with you mm-hmm. emotionally. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you get more experienced and you have what would ultimately be a 50-page resume, mm-hmm. you start using the formula of CAR, ah. C-A-R, mm-hmm. challenge, action, result. Mm. So For entrepreneurs in Mm -hmm. particular, you have a company and then you have all these different clients that you work with. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, yes, saying the company name can bring credibility to your Mm -hmm. company, but what did you do for them? Right. And were you just one of a thousand or more employees? Right. And and did you... Just walk in the front door mm-hmm. and and they bought a white paper from you. Right. You know, did did you do that or were you truly working mm-hmm. with them for like months and, mm-hmm. and you helped them save X amount of dollars mm-hmm. or you helped them grow X amount? You know, so when you use the CAR acronym, mm-hmm. challenge, what challenge were they facing? Mm-hmm. What were their pain points? Notice the wording because this is ultimately how you market your business. Mm -hmm. Right. You're solving someone's pain. Yes. These are the pain points, the Mm -hmm. problems, the frustrations they were feeling. And this is what you're laying out in the challenge section. Mm -hmm. Action. They brought you on. What did you do for them? Mm -hmm. This is done in first person. Mm -hmm. And you're not doing a, I did this, I did that, I right. did this, I me, did me, that. Me, 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 Right, mm-hmm. right. It's <clears throat> what actions were taken mm-hmm. to solve these problems. Right. And then result. What happened? Mm-hmm. They had this huge problem up here. Mm-hmm. You came in. How did the situation or how did the company mm-hmm. or how did the persons involved change? Right because of the actions that were taken. Mm -hmm. This is a a modified version of the bulleted list Mm -hmm. to help a prospective client better connect with how you can provide value. Mm -hmm. They're going to be able to, we get caught up in buzz terms Mm -hmm. and we often assume that because we're the expert in our field Mm -hmm. that our prospective clients know our buzz terms Mm -hmm. and they don't. Right. And, and the person who's reading it might not be the, uh, the, the ultimate hiring authority. You know, right. I mean, back, to, back to if you're applying for a job, it's an HR person or a recruiter who's yep. reading it. The department manager knows what those buzzwords are. But right. it, there's that, that in-between stage where if the HR person doesn't say, hey, you need to read this, 
you know, or, or same thing, you know, you, you've, you're talking to a company about working with them. They don't know, you know, those key terms. It's, it's, you can put them in there, but explain it. Right. And also using this formula, Mm -hmm. you don't want to talk about the company, right? The company, the client that you work for is Mm -hmm. completely irrelevant Mm -hmm. because you're helping them say the, the reader go, this is exactly what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. You helped them solve my problem. Mm -hmm. This is what you did. Mm -hmm. Okay. I I don't know how to do that, but I do know that if I have a conversation with you and I bring you Mm -hmm. in, you can help me do that. Right. That's where car is so powerful Mm -hmm. because then they read the result and they're like, I want to feel that. I Mm want to experience that. I want to save that, do that, earn that, whatever. Yes. Mm -hmm. And again, all in first person. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and and I tell people use numbers, numbers we can relate to. Now you might have to change them or not change them. (laughs) Um, You know, rather than saying that we did 10 of something, which 10 is not really, maybe that's 90%. Yes. You know, something I I was working with somebody one time who she did medical insurance billing. Mm -hmm. She loved it. I mean, that's, and she had always worked for the same doctor. Well, he, he went out of, uh, he, he uh, left his practice, so she had to, to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And so I'm working with her, on, and, and her resume was about this big, you know, because okay. she'd always had the same job. And, and you know, and, and, and she, so she said things like processed, successfully processed insurance claims. And I said, okay, what does that mean? Well, she was successful 95% of the time. That's an unheard of number, yes. you know, and, and, and then she, she was able to say, and on that 5%, she was able to get a successful resolution on 90% of those. Yep. So, you know, okay. and, 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 but she had thought, well, you know, the numbers sound, you know, no, use the numbers, um, you know, and, and, and in her case, it was thousands. I mean, you know, and, and, yeah. but, but yeah, you know, people, and, and we can, we see those numbers and they make sense. You know, if, if you just say, I did such and such, like, eh. but when you put a number to it, then, then it helps people to understand what it was. It does. And that goes back to connecting with your audience better. Mm-hmm. So generally speaking, numbers tell and stories sell. Right. And the car approach blends the two. Mm-hmm. It leverages the strength of numbers mm-hmm. and it puts it, it, it frames it in a way that people can instantly connect with it. Mm -hmm. So one of the stories on my profile is how I was brought into a company and one of the ways that I helped them was I reduced their expenses by almost 50%. Whoa. Within the first 30 days. Mm -hmm. And I did this as a part of a complete reorganization, Mm -hmm. a complete. Mm -hmm. And so that number 50% to just hear 50%, it's like, oh, well, that can go either way. Right. And when you hear about Mm -hmm. expenses, right, a 50% reduction, Mm -hmm. business owners are like, whoa. Right. And businesses are like, whoa. How do I get me some of that? Yeah. (laughs) But that's how I work with my clients. It's, Mm -hmm. I'm not just going to come up with a clever tagline for Mm -hmm. you to go out and promote Mm -hmm. your business. I'm going to look at how you operate your business mm-hmm. and I'm going to look at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. How can we streamline what you're doing to get better results mm-hmm. and make sure that you're doing it in an efficient way? Right. No one part of your business should dominate everything else. Mm-hmm. 
a common uh, early 2000s uh, phrase that every consultant used and, and I hate to this day is you're in the marketing business no matter what industry you're in. Mm-hmm. You're in the sales business. Right. You're in the technology mm-hmm. business. All of this is true. Mm-hmm. And all of those things are a part of your business. Mm-hmm. And when you look at how they all interact Mm -hmm. and you see if there's ways to better connect them and better communicate them, Mm -hmm. you're going to get better results. Right. Right. You know, and we've been talking about how you word things, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and, and use phrases. And, and it was funny because before the program, we were talking about one of the things that uh, drives me nuts, drives me nuts. And that's job titles. Oh, yes. You know, I mean, how many uh, times do we look at someone's profile and, mm-hmm. or, or worse, their headline? So, the, you know, what, what's coming up and it's founder, president, CEO, whatever the, the title is. And I remember years ago, I went to a networking thing and, and the president of, of, you know, this networking association was the, the speaker, which was why I went. I went to, to hear her speak. And I remember she said, no one cares that I am the president, the founder, the whatever. And, and she said, so it's not on my business card. Mm-hmm. And now, sometimes we still need that. I mean, because there are people, you know, they only want to work with the founder. They only want to work with the president. They want to know that you're the CEO. I mean, you know, whatever those things are. But she said, you know, I don't introduce myself and say, hi, I'm so-and-so. I'm president. They don't care. You know, they want to know what it is that you do. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you still kind of need your job titles in there, but then describe it, you know, or, or, you know, all those various things. So I could not agree more with that statement. Uh, one, all of my clients hear me say this and they hear me or anybody who's been to any of my presentations. Numbers never lie, but they also don't tell the whole truth. Right. I love, and I get a great, Big laugh every time LinkedIn releases data mm-hmm. about the job positions of people who are on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And they say that it's so many levels of, you know, so much of a percentage of executives right. and CEOs. Mm-hmm. The reason for that is because the majority of entrepreneurs say that they are CEO right. Right. of their one person mm-hmm. company. Yeah. You're a CEO, I'm a CEO. And we are. We are. Mm -hmm. But we're not a CEO based on the traditional terminology of Mm -hmm. CEO. Right. And quite frankly, if you have a hobby business, Mm -hmm. you can still call yourself Mm -hmm. a CEO. Oh, yeah. And great. That's great Mm -hmm. that that's how you think of yourself. But that's misleading. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, a a CEO has a certain connotation Mm -hmm. to it. And to your point as far as headlines... The headline is about the value that you provide, Mm -hmm. not your job title. Right. Let me repeat that. Your headline on LinkedIn is about the value that you provide, Mm -hmm. not your job title. Mm -hmm. So you'll notice, uh, I call it your digital business card. When you scroll over somebody's picture and that Mm -hmm. little rectangle that pops up, Mm -hmm. that is your digital business card. And you see your photo, Mm -hmm. the name. Mm -hmm your headline, mm-hmm. and your recent job experience. Right. And sometimes education. Mm-hmm. The headline is what makes you different mm-hmm. from everybody else mm-hmm. on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. 
you're not going to see on on my headline about how I'm a CMO or a marketing director. Mm -hmm. Who cares Mm -hmm. how many other marketing directors and CMOs are on Mm -hmm. LinkedIn? You will see me use my tagline as building brands. Building brands worthy of going viral. Yep. The exception to that is the term, the keyword of speaker. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, Um, And I've seen this not just with myself, but with Mm -hmm. other professional speakers as well. Meeting planners seem to have a hard time with identifying that somebody is a speaker unless you have it in your headline. Mm -hmm. Right. They think that that you're not. Right. Or, you know, and and it's funny, as, as an aside, I had somebody that told me one time, they said, you should say professional speaker because that designates that you charge. And I went, Hmm. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of an interesting concept. It is a gr- good concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't benefit you from an SEO perspective. Right. Yeah. People don't type in professional speaker. They just right. type speaker. Right. And even if they do type in professional speaker, it's not enough to uh, to make it worthwhile right. or reduce that number of keywords right. mm-hmm. or uh, characters that you're yeah. allowed in your headline. Yeah. Don't use up that real estate with, with words right. that really don't matter. That's where your experience comes into play down below. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where you want to stick to as close to traditional headlines as mm-hmm. possible mm-hmm. and job titles and do your research. Don't just make them up. Mm-hmm. Don't just say project manager. Right. Actually do research on mm-hmm. job descriptions mm-hmm. because every aspect of your LinkedIn profile is searchable, not only by LinkedIn, but mm-hmm. by all the search engines. Right. And so you'll notice, well, yes, I'm the founder. I'm the CEO of Omicle. Mm-hmm. My job title, when you scroll down, mm-hmm. is not any of those words. Right. It's because that job title mm-hmm. will give me the most result mm-hmm. from an SEO perspective. LinkedIn tells the search engines mm-hmm. what you're an expert in mm-hmm. and uses your profile. So what do I want to be known for? Mm-hmm. And those, that's the job the title mm-hmm. that I came up with. Right. So when somebody is skimming my profile, mm-hmm. they can say, oh, you've got experience in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've got experience in this. Right. It's a standard perception mm-hmm. that if they do not read the description, they get an idea yes. for my experience. Yeah. Well, and this is not, 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 not the place to be cute. No, stop you know, the cute. <laughs> I've seen people who do that. Well, I'm not the chief marketing officer. I'm the chief fun producer. (laughs) I'm sorry. First of all, I'm not going to search for that. Back Mm -hmm. to what you were saying, you know, and, and, and it makes no sense. Now in the text, I might say people work with me and say that I'm the chief fun producer. Yes. That is how you use that. And Mm -hmm. you also do not, add buzzwords to mm-hmm. your name. Right. Your name is your name. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. If you have designations after it, mm-hmm. I do use the mm-hmm. comma MBA after mm-hmm. my name. Mm-hmm. That is okay. Mm-hmm. Do not put in their professional speaker or no. um, well, Aside CEO. from anything else, it's against their rules. It is. And, and you can get in trouble. You can get in trouble and their algorithm is built that if you abuse that, yep. You just don't come up in results. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or, or worse, I mean, they, they can suspend your profile. You they know, I, I knew somebody who did that. She put in her, her tagline, which was, you know, like tag words. It was like two or three words and her profile was suspended. And, yep. and she said, you know, she, she literally lost business because she wasn't coming up on LinkedIn. Yep. The, the other one is again, going back to use a tool for what a tool is intended to be mm-hmm. used for a personal profile is about a person Yes. Not a company. Not a company. I am never, ever going to connect with somebody on LinkedIn who uses either A, their company name. Uh, now, you know, my company name is my name. So, right. you know, that there, there are people like that. But, but, you know, like somebody who uses IBM Corporation. Great. You know, as their, no, that's not your, your personal name. And again, that's against their terms of service. Yep. And or if they use their logo as their profile yes. picture. No, 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 Don't no, 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 no. I want to see That's you. what you have the banner for. Yep. The banner is your personal mm-hmm. billboard. Mm-hmm. Your personal billboard. If you mm-hmm. were to capture the value that you provide mm-hmm. or your brand in a single billboard, mm-hmm. what would it be? Right. If you're on my profile, you'll notice that mine is solid purple. Mm-hmm. Purple is a key element in my brand. Yep. Had purple hair for almost 10 years to the point where if clients didn't see the purple because of the lighting I was in, I actually, they actually questioned me on it. And they're Mm -hmm. like, where's your purple hair? Mm -hmm. What's going on? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So purple is a key element to Mm -hmm. my brand. Mm -hmm. My tagline is a huge key element Mm -hmm. to my brand. Mm -hmm. That is boom, right Right. there up front. Mm -hmm. No questions asked. And, and not a bunch of other fluff, nope. um, you know, and, 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 you know, even if you don't have that, you know, so maybe you are an employee of somebody's, I mean, all these various things still personalize it, yeah. you know, do something. So it's not that blue thing yeah, <laughs> that, the that other, LinkedIn puts there. The, the other thing with the banner is I've seen people who over clutter it. Mm-hmm. And then you can't see anything because right. most of the time people are looking at your digital business card, mm-hmm. which means while the LinkedIn banner may be this mm-hmm. big, they're viewing it as big as your thumb. Right. Yeah. Because they're looking at it on here. Yep. And if it doesn't scale down mm-hmm. and still be legible, mm-hmm. it's a marketing fail. Right. Right. You know, and look at it on, you know, when when you've done your, your, you know, once you've gone through and and updated and and done things like that, look at it on a variety of things, you know, look at it on your phone, look at it because it moves things, you know, on, on the desktop, your profile image is on the side Mm -hmm. on your phone. It's in the center. So if say you put your phone number right there in the center, it's covered up. Now it's, it's not a clickable phone number or anything like that, but if you've yeah. put something that's very important there and it gets covered up, then, you know, it was, it was a waste. My recommendation is actually, you don't want contact information in your banner. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn has a specific area where it keeps all of your contact information. Get it from there. Mm-hmm. When you export your contact data, you get it. Mm-hmm. If you need to call somebody, if mm-hmm. Deb and I, you know, if we're going to go and we're going to meet at a favorite coffee shop um, and I'm running late, I'm going to go to your LinkedIn profile. Right. If you're not in my contacts, mm-hmm. I want to go, I'm going to go to contact information, 
click on your phone number and I'm going to call you. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that doesn't work if I click on the banner. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, and that brings up another point. Uh, People who don't enter their contact information Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. you said it perfectly earlier when you said that LinkedIn is the business platform. Mm -hmm. Absolutely nothing goes on LinkedIn that is not business related. Right. Having said that, if you expect to generate business from LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. then people need to contact you. Right. Mm -hmm. They need to be able to. Mm -hmm. And if you make it hard for them to contact Mm you, then they're not going to do business with you. Right. If they have to click here and find your website Mm -hmm. and go there and... Mm They're not well, going to do business with you. And there's, you know, there's so many ways that, that you can do things like this. Um, you know, maybe your cell phone is your business number. Okay. Yep. Then you get a Google voice number. Um, right. You know, I, I taught uh, classes for a while in Denver at, at Metro State University. And, you know, and, and it was primarily young male students. I don't know why. That was just why that, how the class demographics came out. And so when we were talking about, you know, job searches, I said, so how many of you, if I call your voicemail, it's going to say, dude, I can't take your call. And they all went. <laughs> and I said, I'm not saying you have to change that because your buddies have that number. Your parents might even have that number. I said, get a Google voice number that says, hello, this is Brian. I am currently unable to take your call right now. And that's the number you give out. You also give out a professional email address, not the dude at gmail.com. No, you know, that's, there's only, you know, it's, it's so easy anymore to do these things, you know, and, and heaven forbid that you are in the job market and you use your current employer's information there. Bad form. (laughs) The, the other element to consider is just because your business line is your phone, your Mm -hmm. cell phone Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you have to tell people that. Right. Listed as an office number yep. instead of a cell phone number. Oh, yeah. And a lot of time that is just enough for people mm-hmm. to say, oh, this is the office mm-hmm. number. Yep. They're only going to accept calls mm-hmm. between eight and five. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to leave a voicemail anyway. Right. Right. So something as simple as that is mm-hmm. there are easy ways to get around it. Mm-hmm. But remember, if you expect LinkedIn to be an asset in helping you grow your business and landing your next best client, mm-hmm then you have to make it easy for people to do business right. with you. Right. And I sent you the brilliant insight. It's my white paper. It walks you through every aspect mm-hmm. of your LinkedIn profile and how to fill it out and mm-hmm. how to engage mm-hmm. on LinkedIn in a way that makes you stand mm-hmm. out from everybody else. Right. Yeah. And, and of course, that is what is key. We have to stand out in a good way. Yes. <laughs> this is LinkedIn. This is not standing out on, you know, on the other platforms. This is standing out in a professional way. Um, but, you know, how many times have we set a meeting with someone or we just met them and the very first thing that we do is we check them out on LinkedIn, especially, you know, in a, in a business context. Oh, yeah. oh, so yeah. I want to see part of it. I might want to see where they went to school. You know, do we have something there? You know, what are they listing as their job? And, you know, and, and if they list just the briefest amount of information, again, that's a negative to me. You know, I want to, if, if I'm taking the time to look it up, then I want to read information. And so many people are thinking, oh, but that's, uh, yeah, I mentioned it before. That's boring. 
okay, you're telling stories, you know, you're doing all sorts of things. And so make it interesting. You know, if if I'm bored writing it, somebody else is going to be bored reading it. Exactly. So this brings up a a few other key points and, and a funny story I'll share. Let's start with you and I are meeting for the first time. Mm-hmm. You go to my LinkedIn profile mm-hmm. to get to know me before we have coffee. Mm-hmm. You're going to look at my profile picture. Yes. I should be able, having never met you, mm-hmm. go to your LinkedIn profile, mm-hmm. look at your picture, mm-hmm. walk up to you at that yep. coffee shop and say, yep. hi, Deb, my name is Melanie. Right. How are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I can't do that, you have the wrong picture. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is tricky with women, especially because we change our hair, we change our hair color, all sorts of things. And I also tell people it's okay to dress in your picture the way you dress to do business. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you're someone who wears, say, a polo shirt with maybe a logo on it, every time you're out doing business, if your LinkedIn picture, and you know this is, is in particular for men, if your LinkedIn picture is the, the white tie, shirt with tie and jacket, I, again, I'm not recognizing you. It's yeah. perfectly acceptable to have your polo shirt on as long as it's clean, you know, all that good stuff, in your LinkedIn picture. Yep. And a uh, funny story about this. I had this guy who I codenamed Naked Man. Oh, no. He was he kept looking at my profile and I was seeing it in the data and I'm like, mm-hmm. who is this naked man? Mm-hmm. The profile picture that he had was of him on the beach and oh, it was no. from about waist up. Oh. But to me, he looked like a naked man on LinkedIn and I didn't know him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Long story short, I did end up, I did actually know who he was, mm-hmm. but because the picture was so far back, mm-hmm. I didn't recognize him right. and I only saw what looked like him being naked. Mm-hmm. So that's first of all. And then if you understand how people read your LinkedIn profile, they look at your picture, mm-hmm. they read your headline. Mm-hmm. If your headline is interesting, they read your summary. Right. And by read your summary, I mean they read the first two sentences. Mm-hmm. If that's interesting, mm-hmm. they'll read the rest. Right. Then from there, they will scan mm-hmm. the rest of your profile primarily reading headlines, which Mm -hmm. is why headlines and titles are so important. Mm -hmm. And then if something from there is very important, then they will read the description. Right. So from a psychological Mm -hmm. perspective, meaning the human perspective, Mm -hmm. if you understand how people leverage Mm -hmm. your, uh, they interact with your profile, Mm -hmm. and then you understand from an SEO or a tech perspective, Mm you can get the best of both worlds right. and produce more mm-hmm. results. Right. The big thing to remember with LinkedIn is it's not, just because you create a profile doesn't mean you're going to get this instant flood of business. No. Oh. No, I'm sorry. Bummer. LinkedIn is actually about nurturing mm-hmm. the leads that you have. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, shift the perspective, mm-hmm. you shift the result, you shift the actions. Mm-hmm. Right. I said that backwards, but you get the idea. <laughs> Well, and, you know, and, and it, it, you know, and we're, we're almost out of time, which good golly, you know, <laughs> we just have to do this again. Um, okay. You know, then it's, it's not about just having that. Then it is about being active on there yeah. about posting content. Um, you know, we didn't even talk about, you know, posting somebody else's content, but we did kind of at the start, you know, and, and I mm-hmm. wanted to circle all the way back to that. It's okay to post somebody else's content as long as then you're saying something about it. So you yes. can say, you know, I read this great Forbes article. It had these five points. I want to add a sixth point. 
or, yes. oh, I disagree with point number two, or, exactly. you know, Melanie just wrote this great blog post and I really like it. You know, because part of it is I want to get your attention by talking mm -hmm. about it, but I don't want to just say, this is a great article. <laughs> no, you know, because yes. right we, well, we all like that. We, you know, there's a hello, mm -hmm. but you know, I want to know it's, it's, you know, as you were saying at the very start, I want to know that, that you can think for yourself. So even if you're agreeing, I want to know why, you know, so you would say in my experience, I found or, you know, had this same situation, whatever. So it's going to take a little bit longer, but it's worth it because you showed that you can think for yourself that, you know, you're not just regurgitating. Um, and, and, and it is, it's perfectly fine to use somebody else's content. Yeah. Don't ever take credit for it. Um, no. but, but yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, and, and there's only, you know, the, there's so much content out there. I mean, for people who say, I don't know what to post, hello, you know, it, there's, there's nothing that you can't find content for, um, you know, and, and, and there's, you know, certainly a lot of content curation sites, even, you know, oh, yeah. if, you know, all these various things. Yeah. So, you know, it's it, because it's, it's back to exactly what we were saying, you know, with, with, you know, the, the other search engines, they also, and LinkedIn search engine itself wants to see that you're, you're using LinkedIn. They don't want to bring you up in the search. If the last time you, you updated your profile was in 2014. Mm -hmm. So that real quick on that, before we end posting content is one thing. I guarantee you that you will build your credibility, build your network, and land more clients by engaging with other people's content more than you will by just sharing your own. Right. And the recent LinkedIn algorithm updates mm -hmm. back this up. Mm -hmm. If you yeah. only ever share content, the priority in the news feed, your priority goes mm -hmm. down, which means mm -hmm. people will see your content less. Right. If you engage with other people, mm -hmm. like we've talked about at the mm -hmm. beginning and just now, your priority goes up. Mm -hmm. So for example, uh, yesterday I was on and somebody had posted a question about what a brand is. Mm -hmm. And my response was, yes, a brand is what they had said, mm -hmm. but branding is this. Mm -hmm. yep. and what was interesting is to follow the thread mm -hmm. is the majority of the comments were, yes, that's right. Yes. Great mm -hmm. job. Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. And Blah. yeah, it's like, that doesn't tell me anything. That no. doesn't tell me you can think mm -hmm. for yourself. Mm -hmm. That doesn't tell me uh, how you work with your clients. Mm -hmm. It doesn't tell me about your state of mind mm -hmm. when it comes to being in a professional situation. Mm -hmm. And you could tell by the original poster's feedback to each person, because mm -hmm. they were really good with responding, mm -hmm. that mine stood out. Right. The others, and they clicked the like button. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, the like button. So here's my challenge. I challenge you to go two weeks and you're not allowed to use the like button. Oh, no. And I have to write something? Yes. And here's why. Remember, Deb, we're going for coffee. Mm -hmm. And if we're sitting there and we're having coffee and we're doing this new invention thing called a conversation where you talk a little and then I talk a little mm -hmm. and then you talk a little again, imagine sitting there and as you're talking to me, I go, like, 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 <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like, happy face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
that's what it's like. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, from an algorithm perspective, mm-hmm. using the other emotions mm-hmm. is beneficial and it helps right. with boosting. Mm-hmm. But again, who cares? Yeah. Mm-hmm. From a business perspective, mm-hmm. you're there to generate, to build relationships mm-hmm. and generate leads mm-hmm. from your for your business. Right. Mm-hmm. Like doesn't do that. No. No. You know, even if you click like, still say something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So my oh. challenge to your viewers or to your listeners is to go two weeks and do not use the like button and see how your results change mm-hmm. on LinkedIn. You're going to mm-hmm. see a drastic mm-hmm. difference if you stop using the like button mm-hmm. and start commenting. Right. Right. Cool. Well, good. Gosh, Melanie, we are at the top of the hour, and this has been so much fun, and, and we've just scratched the surface on oh, this. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, you know, and, and so we, we definitely have to, to chat again. But until then, how do people find you and connect with you online? You are more than welcome to go to my website, uh, omicle.com, O-M-I-C-L-E.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, you will be able to easily find under the contact page where you can find me across all social media platforms Perfect. that I am on. You're Perfect. welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn. And when you connect with me, mention that you listen to this podcast. And, you know, that way I know where and how you heard about me. And, and I can be like, hey, Dad, guess what? Yeah. Well, and you know, we didn't even talk about the fact that when you send a request to connect, always personalize it. Don't just you know, tell people why, you know, and, 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 and you might say, I listened to your interview. It was a bunch of hooey, but I still want to connect with you. <laughs> I would love that. But my favorite one to not use, and, and I get this every time I give a presentation because I tell this mm-hmm. is because you are a person that I trust, I would like to connect with you on yes. LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. It's LinkedIn. It's social media. Get over yourself. And you don't know me. How can you trust me? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, oh so, my gosh. Well, are there any final thoughts you want to leave everyone with? Um, reach out to me and let's have a conversation. Cool. Whether it be branding, marketing, social media, reach out to me. I have a Facebook group, Brilliant Branding. and that's, I joined it. I know. I saw this morning and I accepted already. Mm-hmm. So you are in. Uh, you'll see that's where we, where I tend to have more of my raw conversations Cool. and yeah, I would just connect with me. I love it. I love it. Well, we will definitely have you on again. Um, but until then I'm Deb Creer. I've been having an absolutely fascinating discussion about social media, but in particular about LinkedIn with Melanie Asher. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>